what's up everybody welcome to spock adjacent the Misho mission's very special uh love letter to everything star trek my name is len aka the bat triple and as always i'm joined by hey this is vincent williams Tonight, tonight, won't be just any night. Tonight we will return to Discovery. You are not going to pull me into a West Side Story conversation. You're trying to troll me into talking about West Side Story. I was riff. I, I, I know. I rebuke your West Side Story. Star Trek Discovery, ladies and gentlemen, the new series that is available only in the United States on CBS All Access has returned yes. for its second season. And boy, ha- has the worm turned. Two episodes have aired so far. Yes. The episode Brother and the episode New Eden. We are here to talk about the series and the change in status quo that yes. has happened with uh, Star Trek Discovery. I will read the synopsis for ber- both episodes, and then we will dig hard into that. Spoiler alert, we are spoiling the episodes because we're going to be talking at nauseum about what's going on. We won't That's try right. to spoil it too hard, but I'm just letting you know, you may want to check it out first. Star Trek Discovery Season 2, Episode 1, Brother, Captain Christopher Pike. Wow. Like you start with that. Exactly. Temporarily takes command of Discovery to investigate a rare stellar phenomenon. Not to be confused with the Next Generation episode, Brothers. This one is just called Brother. And Episode 2, New Eden which sees the crew of the Discovery track a new red burst and discover a distress call at its location. This requires reviving the spore drive from season one as the location is deep in the beta quadrant and 150 years away at top speed. There, they discover the, the, they discover New Eden, a hidden primitive human settlement beaming down Pike, Burnham, and Owuzkun, and I'm I'm sorry, I know I'm mispronouncing her name, but this is Vince's new favorite character. Attempt to find more about the Red Did Burst. Did you see her pick the lock? Did you see her pick the despite lock? Despite being bound said, by General Order One. I said, boy, they just they just fascinating with me now. Starfleet's Star alien non-interference clause. Meanwhile, Discovery we, must the, save the planet from annihilation after radioactive debris threatens a colony just, drop. We'd be cursing on Spock and Jason. Yes, I'm going to have to bleep that out. Because <laughs> we can't... We, we, We're we not cursing on Spock and Jason? Let's not curse on Spock and Jason. I said... Well, you can curse. I will bleep it all out. All right. I said, well, all right. Look, I said, no, she is picking a lot like that. I know you do. You know I like that. <laughs> okay. She got skills <laughs> and talents. She was raised with ludites. I said, "All right, now. oh my god, <laughs> all right, churning butter, <laughs> washing clothes on a washboard." I said, "All right, now, girl, I see." Okay, so I mean, she shaves her head with a straight razor. All right, now, like her, <laughs> and that's space brown. 
brown. She had on her little jacket. She said, oh, I can, I can figure this out. And she went off. She said, clickety-clack and then picked the lock. I said, well, all right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that did. It did something for me. I said, well, all right. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Were you finished with the recap? Yes, I'm finished with the recap. <laughs> I'm finished with the recap. And I'm through with you. <laughs> that's right. Joanne Oasikon. I like you. Yes, that's the character's name. Oh, yeah. Oyan Oladijo is the actress. <laughs> All right, Oyan. I, saw, I see you, girl. I like how y'all like the cut of your jib. Like how you fill out a Starfleet uniform. <laughs> okay. She's all, I like her. Yes. You're, you're jumping ahead to that I'm episode sorry. two. <laughs> but we learned her name on the first one. We learned everyone's name. We learned everyone's name. We learned everyone's name. I was, Lynn, how do you feel about season two thus far and the new status quo? Well, here's, here's what I'll say about what's happening with uh, season two. I feel that I sense the return to more traditional Star Trek. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. In its um, in it it it, it its storytelling, mm-hmm. uh, and in and also in some of the stories, especially what you can really feel it in Episode Two. Yeah, because the Episode Two. I mean, Episode Two might as well be. I, that was just a classic episode. And a classic episode yeah, of, of, yeah. of Star Trek. Um, I bu- I bump up against it a little bit mm-hmm. because I want Star Trek to be a little bit bold and different. <sighs> But even with that, though, the setting of of the of their ship Discovery is still gorgeous. Mm-hmm. There's still there's still there's no change left to be spent on this money. The budget is all up mm-hmm. on the screen, and I do recognize that that typical Star Trek structure allows you to become, you know. Uh, more engrossed in the crew. Right. Which is at the heart of Star Trek. At the heart of Star Trek, while there's always one singular lead, mm-hmm. and in Star Trek Discovery, it is singularly Sonequa Martin-Green as Burnham. Is it? It is. It is. And, and, uh, and it is. But there's still the crew. And I think when season one, you know... You, the crew was there, but you really only got to know a few people. You got to know, you know, um, oh, oh, wow, now I'm drawing a blank real quick on Doug Jones. Saru. Saru. You got to know Saru. Stamets. You know, Tilly, of course. Tilly. And then really you had Ash come in and then the captain uh, for season season one, Lorca. Yeah. Um, And then everybody else was pretty much just a face in the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. You know, returning faces in the crowd, but really just that. Now with this episode, with this season, there's a concerted effort to give everybody a personality. Right. Some lines, a a dialogue, and you feel them a little bit more, and thus you become a little bit more invested in them. Right. Now, because of how season one went, you're... um, 
you're becoming invested, but you're also scared because you're just waiting for them to pull the rug out from under you. Right. But I'm with it. And I still do like the idea of watching, seeing the show through Burnham's eyes. And that's despite them bringing on a new captain in Captain Pike, played by Anson Mount. Right. Uh, last scene on uh, Hell on Wheels. Okay. Um, which was a great Western on AMC. I actually okay. enjoyed that. Yeah. So it was actually, it was actually kind of cool seeing him on here. Um, I think he, maybe even more so than Jason Isaacs, really has a nice presence oh. as the captain. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, he's right out of central casting. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he but, but he's right out of central casting, but I felt the same way. Here, here's my read on him. I almost wish that he wasn't on this show. I almost wish that he was on Enterprise. Right. Because as much as I'm a Scott Bakula fan, I think on Enterprise, Scott Bakula brought a little bit of his history. Absolutely. With Anson Mount, he's still very much a blank slate, but he wears it well. I think he may have made the difference on Enterprise. Well... I'm halfway with you there because if he was on Enterprise, he would have played another character. I think casting him as Pike, any energy, any excitement is always going to be tempered. Okay, okay. Because we know Pike. Oh, right. And, and we know where Pike is going to end up. Right, that's true. And, that's true. That's true. and, and as, as much as, as, as you may enjoy his performance... And I'm enjoying his performance. Mm-hmm. He's just a placeholder. Like, like you know, nothing is really going to come of this because he's Pike. Right. And he's going to go back to the Enterprise and then, you know, he's going to have the horrific accident. And then he would just, it, you know, I mean, he's Pike. Like, like it's all sort of set in amber. And, and once again, and everyone take out your drinks and begin your your drinking game because this is the first time I've said it this season and it won't be the last time I am ultimately frustrated at this being a prequel. Okay. Like I'm, I'm once again, amazingly frustrated that this is a prequel because this could very easily be set after the dominion war. Yeah. And it could very easily have Anson Mount as another character character Mm -hmm. and have the same dynamic because a lot of this first of all i i think i i get the sense that the push and pull after last year Mm -hmm. about the direction of this show Mm -hmm. and and what they wanted to be with the show has been settled and we're settling into a more traditional star trek okay Right. Which, you, you know, there's nothing wrong with a grilled cheese sandwich. No. You know, I don't expect any types of twists and turns like we got the first season. I, I think, I suspect 10, 15 years from now, people will talk about the first year of Discovery as this kind of really interesting experiment Okay, in Star Trek. But I don't, I don't know if that's what people want out of Star Trek in 2019. Like, people want this. Right. 
right. where where you know as as you said the second episode is a classic Star Trek episode. I mean, you've got a pre-con, you've got a pre-warp uh, civilization. civilization. You've got a mystery. Yeah. You you've got the, them invoking the Prime Directive, even mm-hmm. though we're not calling it the Prime Directive General yet. Order one. You know, General Order One. You've got you, you know I joked about um about Oyen, but but you, you know you you've got the this little sprinkling of character detail mm-hmm. that you know is going to pay off later on. Yeah. You you've got the beginning of a crew dynamic. You, you know, I have to say because I'm always cynical, it's almost like they put a white guy in charge which then liberated them that I think I I think Pike might be the only straight white male character on the show. Uh Who else is on the Enterprise? I mean, there's only one other white man, Stamets, and he's gay. You mean on Discovery? I mean, uh, on Discovery, and he's gay. I'm trying to think of the... the think the, of the bridge crew. The bridge crew. You've got the robotic lady. You've yeah. got the woman who had the eye injury. The pilot. You have the brother with the beard. Yeah, he's a communications officer. You've got my girl. I like her. <laughs> Who's on tactical. I like her. Yes. She was raised by Ludites. She ain't had no technology. <laughs> Like that. Night they do shadow puppets with the fire to be entertained. Only only you can say She didn't have no lot of screen time growing up. I liked her. Why do you sound like you're reading a penthouse letters? Right now. She don't have no Instagram presence. Not at all. That's right. She was She's in the shadows. That's right. She's sitting there reading books. About a lamplight. Gets up at the crack of dawn, probably do something with some eggs. And she says she's not a believer. And she says she's not a believer. I like that. I said, all right, man, Allah, see, you're not believing in God. It's <laughs> your fond atheist self. I like that. Mm. You all about reason. Right now. Looking all good. But it is, it is, it, 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 it's very well done. Yeah, it is. It, it is, is very well done. done. It's good. It, it, it got me engrossed in it. Um, uh, here's the reason why I think some Nico Martin Green is still very much the lead, though. Okay. Despite, despite the presence that Anson Mount's Pike is bringing to the, to the ship. Yes. Because I think... Because everything is still seen through her eyes, yeah. You you still you still follow her path, you know. You still you still had the little. I love the little, just a little thing, where and I th- I think this was uh, I think it was episode two, where um, she is working at the at her station uh, because they noticed this anomaly or whatever. And Tilly has this bright idea about what we can do. So Tilly goes over there. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Well, let's get rid of this. Get rid of this. Get rid of this. This is what we can do. Bop, 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 bop. And this will, will be able to um, make, this, make this work. And the captain's like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. It sounds good. And, <laughs> and Burnham's like, that is a very good idea. However. <laughs> yes. 
it won't work because we're X miles away. So, as I was saying, yeah, what we can do as I bring this back up, this back up, and this back up, this is what we can do, and we'll make it work. Yes, let's make it so. I, I just love that little exchange. It because it wasn't that they weren't still best friends. Yeah, but it was just like hold your horses, right. Check yourself, baby. Right. I know you in the captain's class now. Right. But um, pump your brakes. Right. I, 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 and, and, I, and I still like their relationship. Oh, I love the relationship. I love Tilly. I loved, like, you know, her initiative with working with the, with the dark matter. Yeah. And then, you know, she gets, gets the bump on the head. Yeah. Which then I immediately knew. When you saw uh, yeah. th- th- that that crewman like come up in front and of no her, one saw her, I was like, uh, I was like, nah, six cents fixed all of that. Yeah, I'm always looking. Do they talk to somebody else? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, That's exactly what you said. I was like, up. Oh, you trying to six cents me? Mm-hmm. When she walked away in in um in 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 sick bay, yeah. I was like, oh, you're not there. Right, right. Mm-hmm. New black doctor. <laughs> yes. I, I'm telling you who 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 who, who I love is. Few words. Yes. Just very few words. I'm telling you, they said, look, if you let us put a white guy in charge, everybody else can be of color. <laughs> uh, I, you are very cynical. Look look at it. Yeah, well. Look at it. Now, we haven't mentioned, I, I guess, probably what has gotten the most heat and publicity from this new this new season, which I don't know what that says about us. Well, what are we going to do about Spock? Well, here's one what thing. What are we going to do about Spock, Lynn? Here's one thing I don't like that they've done. Okay. And I know you can't keep the genie in a bottle, but so much. But a lot of their promotions have already shown Spock. Right, beard Spock. It's like hipster Spock. Spock. And I'm like, well, you're kind of like building up to him coming on the show. Right. You know, so much so that in episode one, when you see Spock in flashbacks, yeah. they like even hold off on even showing like, and he's a little kid. Right. Little boy Spock portrayed right. by some random actor. But they even hold off on showing him I know. in full, in full I know. face. You know? So I'm like, so you're building up to the reveal. Yeah. But then you give it away in the promotion. I mean, look. I'm like, come on. <sighs> I've said this since last year. I don't know how they pulled it off last year. Look, you cannot have a Star Trek during this period before you start rolling them out now. And I've heard them talk, and oh, Kirk, and he's only 15, 16 at this time, and this, that, and the other, but this is the same thing they talked about last year with Spock. And if you remember, I was on record saying... I didn't think like they like I thought I didn't think they'd be able to go the whole first season without showing them. And they did. But then now they're playing catch up <laughs> so that well, by, they, they fired the showrunners from last season. Right. So now they just said, Let's, right. So I want Spock. So next year it'll be 16 year old Kirk running around and, you know, well, I, I hope that isn't the case. Um, look, they're they're building up, you know, they're retconning. I mean, they've retconned Spock's entire history with Burnham. Yeah, they have. Brother and their sister, and and I don't mind it so much because um, retcon happens. No, I would prefer for this not to be a prequel. Yeah, as well, but it is a prequel. Here we are. So this is what we're playing with, and yeah. if, of all the toys that you can play with, 
you know, the um, the Mirror Mirror universe, which they played with in the first season. Already played with that. You played with Mud. You played with Mud. The only, there's very few that they can still kind of play with. You I mean. Kind of like poke the bear with the Klingons. Right. We got to have some Romulans gotta at some point. Got to have some Romulans eventually. You know, you know it's going to be some Tribbles. Well, the Tribbles will be off on the, yeah, I think they'll be more on the periphery. I, I don't see them leaning hard like a Tribbles episode. Right, right. Maybe not until they get their feet under them. Maybe sure, third season. Sure, it's going to be some Tholians. I mean, they're just going to pull them all in. Yeah. Are the Tholians, are they the... No, who are the blue ones with the uh, antennas? The Andorians. Uh, the Andorians. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. That's what I'm for. You know, actually, who I'm waiting for, and then I'll get back on the spot. Who? I'm waiting for character actor Jeffrey Coombs. As? As anybody. Oh, just as anybody, yeah. Because on Deep Space Nine, he was one of the... Um, he wasn't He wasn't one of the... the um, he wasn't one of uh, Odo's people. He was the like those butler guys that served them. Oh right, right, he was right. Like the lead one of them. Yeah. And then on Enterprise, he was the lead Andorian. Right. Um, he's he's like all, and I think he actually did something on TNG. I just don't remember. Right. Um, but he always shows up on a Star Trek. Right. So I'm, and I think he did. On, he was on Voyager as well. So I'm waiting for him to show up. Yeah. Here. Um. You know. I'm curious about what this Spock thing is. Um, I'm hoping that it's a, a whole lot of signifying, but mean enough. I hope it, it doesn't build up and then it's a letdown. Uh, so I'm curious. I trust them. They 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 have my trust. Although they fired all the showrunners, as you just said. Well, true, but they have my trust for two reasons. One because. I did like the first season, so I'm going to give them a benefit of a doubt. Absolutely. And I've seen series go from showrunner to showrunner from one season to another, and it still worked. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil on Netflix. Sure. Had different Absolutely. showrunner each season. Yeah. It worked. So it can work. Um, I like the actors. They yeah. seem just as invested. I, I enjoy Sonequa Martin-Green. I, Absolutely. I, I wish to... God, she would just cut her hair to look like it does, so she get rid of that know. horrible wig. I know. So that wig, oh, that's I the only know. thing that just takes me out of the it. The wig is pretty terrible. Yeah, they should just, just give her her hair. Yeah. She has beautiful, beautiful. I know. Beautiful hair. I know. Just uh, she's a beautiful. Just give her her hair. Um. But I trust her. I trust Doug Jones and Saru. Yeah, I I like the the the, the uh, crew. Yeah, the episode two was directed by Jonathan Frakes. I know, you know, number one, and and I've seen his direction before, and he's a good director. Oh, I he, his his director. I I love his directing on Star Trek. I love his direction on Star Trek. I've seen it on episodic television before. Yeah. Um, And I thought his his direction here was really spot on. I loved like they would do uh, like really quick cuts. Yeah. You'd hear like they'd be in a room and you'd hear like the the doorbell ring or like you know uh, black alert and it'd be like a quick cut and then you see them walking onto the bridge. I I just loved it. I loved the energy he was directing. Well, I, I thought it was really well shot from the perspective of I mean, it wasn't an alien, but the human who's trying to figure out if they're actually from space. Mm-hmm. When you look 
at the three of them from their perspective, even though we've spent the entire episode with them, there was something mysterious and foreign about and foreign about mm-hmm. them. And I thought it was really well done yeah. how they established them as other. Yeah. From yeah. his point of view. Yeah. And you're right. That's such a it was it was classic Trek. And it, it was classic Trek in that the solution was reasoned. Yes. It wasn't action. And and I, I think leaning a little bit into last season, there would have been an action beat. Oh, yeah. There. Oh, yeah. Um, just because they felt like you needed it. And it would have been a little darker. Mm-hmm. Like somehow would have. A lot You darker. know, like they would have given him a lobotomy or something. Yeah. You know, and left him yeah. there. Now he's a vegetable. Yeah. Which, I mean, let's be clear. Classic Star Trek and even a facsimile of classic Star Trek, which I think Discovery is, I suspect, is going to be more than not, mm-hmm. is still not bad. Like, like I'm enjoying it. And, and, mm-hmm. and if it's a whole season of this, you, you know, Planets of the Week and, you, you know, if this, this MacGuffin with the Red Angel and is, just has them on a different planet. Right. Every episode. And, right. you know, there's a mud episode and, and there are a couple of Klingons. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. I, I, I think what I hope is that this Picard show that's coming will scratch the itch I have. Because it's set Because it's set after the Dominion War. You know, I love me some Patrick Stewart. Yeah. But I, I'm real apprehensive about that one, man. Interesting. I, I'm real. I, I, even more so than Discovery. Mm-hmm. I feel that one's trying to re- return to the well of Picard, and I don't know. This is what I don't know. This is what makes me hopeful. I don't think there's anything they could have offered Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. money wise. To make him sign up for this. I think the pitch to Patrick Stewart was story. And I trust Patrick Stewart and I trust his protection of his legacy uh-huh. as Picard. Like, I don't see, I mean, you know, I know I'm going to step on some toes here. There was a moment where I think Bill Shatner would have signed up to do anything with Kirk. Right. Like, just Kirk anything. Right. I get the sense that Patrick Stewart is is protective of okay. what he's done. Okay. And the fact that he has signed up for this, I trust that this was a hell of a pitch. Okay. That's the only thing I'm holding out hope for. Okay. Yeah. And I hear you on him being protective of his legacy. And as much as he could, you know, ride on Next Generation... Right. Ever. Right. I feel like there's also a part of him that doesn't want to go out on the last couple of films because they I don't think they were very well. received. But even that, I, I mean, even that, like, like if he gets a chance to do it again, like, like that might be part of the pitch. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't think he wants that to be the capper. Right. Because right now, the last Star Trek movie, which was, was, was that was Insurrection. Wasn't that their last, I believe their last so. film? Like, that's that's the last Picard story. Yeah. And that was just so so. Right. You know, right. so I don't think he wants to go out like that. Right. So, but he's mindful, like, you know, 
you know, it's got to be really good. And and you know, we haven't mentioned it. I don't know how much this is is super pertinent, but certainly didn't informs this conversation. The fact that the Kelvin universe, I I, I think, you know, is all but officially dead, says. <clears throat> I'm wondering how much that is shaping the dynamic of the new Star Trek material, knowing that this is it right now. Like, like the movies have been shelved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, that, it so may that, be. So that this coming Spock is, for all intents and purposes, Spock. Yeah. Like, they, well, they rewrote the history of the of the uh, original uniforms. Yeah. Which I actually liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, you know, it's like, it's a little sporty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, hopefully they switch over next year to them. No, I like the, I like the uniforms, they, the Discovery uniforms more. I've never liked the Enterprise Air uniforms. They all look like they're about to go change the oil. Or like they teach it ITT. Well, first of all, they're not Enterprise Era. They're way past. No, no, they're, but it's that same. Right, that, that, right. kind of aesthetic. That's that same, you know, look. Like I said, it looks like they're teaching people how to work on diesel engines. Mm. Uh, I, I, I hear you. Yeah. And it is kind of hard to tell who is who. Right. You know, rank and stuff like that. I, I, like when Pike came on, it really was, a f- like I said, okay, now that's Star Trek. True. Drew, but I like it. I like it. All right, you know, I, I, I can roll with it. All yeah. right. There's no way I think they. You just trying to get your girl on a skirt. Put this That's all you trying to do. Put on That's some, all you trying to do. Probably have a little belt skirt and go go boots with some tools in them. Cause <laughs> Here we go. She grew okay. up. All right. All right. All right. Enough out of you. Sure. <laughs> Some things. <laughs> she, she probably whittles. She probably in there whittling. Whittling. <laughs> she, she probably whittling. Yeah. She, they said, ah, she grew up in a Luddite community, so she can, she can become, she can go down and 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 blend in. I Here said, we go. I said, well, Here right you now. There you go. You got her on a set of deliverance. All right. That's right. Oh, 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 you know she knows how to field dress a rabbit. Put her out in the woods hunting. She probably know. She, yeah, she know how to make knots. <laughs> I like her. All right now. Okay, well you'll see more of her next week. Yes, sir. On uh, episode three. On episode three. Oh, Star Trek Discovery. Real quick before we get out of here. Yeah. Uh, Markham Lee. Hey, what's up, Markham? He had some thoughts on Star Trek. So. Discoveries so far, and I wanted to share them with you, Vince. Okay. Um, and this, I think he only watched the. This was after watching the first episode. Mm-hmm. Number one, we're still doing this. Michael is wrong nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happens next is on you. Ignoring Michael equals wearing a red shirt. It's true. Don't ignore her after she tells you twice. Did Sonequa tell the writers that Black Mama's never warned you more than twice? And hey, look. Hard head makes a soft bottom. Number two. Oh, sucks now. Everyone has a name. <laughs> I think everyone said, like when Pike said, introduce yourselves. We all said, oh, 
And Mike said, I need a pencil. I need a pencil right, of paper. Right, right, right. Um, he, he says, but I think I'm still going to call her the fine, dark-skinned sister with the braids. Oh, I like her. Mm-hmm. Shade the side of her head. <laughs> okay, I all right. Like her. Number three. The nerd me loved the quote, that's the power of math, people. <laughs> I did like that. Yeah. I did like that. Oh, this is for the nerd <laughs> you. Number four. I was planning on watching the show and finishing up my homework. All I had to do was run two commands to clean up my code and click submit. Five minutes of effort at most. I didn't do any of it. I was too busy watching. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, number. I'm going to skip to number six. Number six, Star Trek Discovery is basically turning into Mass Effects, the TV show, where Michael Burnham is a mixture of Paragon, Fem Shep, and Liara. At least that's how I see it, since I tend to play as a black Fem Shep. I have no idea what many, any of that means. I know Mass Effect is a video game. <laughs> yes, that's I have about no, it. Is this what people? Is this what it's like listening to us? Yes. All right. I'm going to go back to number five because this is specifically to you, Vince. All right. Markham says, I'm going to need English Professor Vince to coin a term beyond buck wild for this season. Because if the previews are 80% as intense as they look, bruh. <laughs> How about super buck wild? It, 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 you workshop that. <laughs> okay. Workshop that for next right, week. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Let that go. <laughs> um, and Michelle Fitz said that Anson Mount was, was so Michelle. good as Captain Pike. And George Cremona said, I've got to see the first two. And, oh, yeah, they're doing something this season. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it looks real good. Star Trek, we are, we are all in. There's we are link all in. On our Mich- Michelle Mission um, Facebook page, there's a little short little clip of Sonequa Martin-Green talking about the uh, inspiration that Nichelle Nichols yeah, provided for her. It's, it's very, it's, it's, it's really heartfelt. Very heartfelt. It's really, and let me just say this. I love the fact that, I mean, Nichelle Nichols, obviously, we focus on the most. But I love the fact that we have given the original crew in general their flowers while they were alive. Yes. Like I love, yes. love, love the fact that all of them knew how much they meant to people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, James Duhan, rest in peace. Leonard Nimoy, rest in peace. But even, you, you know, all of them know what they've meant to generations of people. Yeah. And you know why that always resonated that much more to me? Because when you rewatch that show, it's not an ensemble show. No. It is decidedly Kirk, Spock, McCoy. Absolutely. And every once in a while, uh, Scotty. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You know, they throw a bone to a couple of people every once in a while. Yeah. But it's really those three or four characters all three seasons. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So it's not an ensemble show. And it, I think it really is only until um, Leonard Nimoy fights for their voices to yeah. be heard on the animated series that you get more that of them. the world at large starts to really appreciate everyone else 
and their um, their part in making this the phenomenon that it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we All hope right. you enjoy Star Trek uh, uh, Discovery Season 2. We're enjoying it, and we are going to return next week with a review of Episode 3 for you right here on Spock Adjacent, now available exclusively on the Me Show Mission Podcast Network. I guess we've got a podcast network now, Vince. That's right. Between Me Show Mission, the Binge Lounge, and Spock Adjacent, it's a network, and it's all us. Look at us. Look at us doing things. We're insane. All right. Check out the Star Trek Discovery. It's streaming in the United States on CBS All Access. That does it for this episode of Spock Adjacent. He's Vince. I'm Len. In parting, we say peace and long life. <laughs>